Humans, oh humans. Today's podcast, earliest you can hear it, is March 7th, Tuesday, March 7th. I'm recording this on Monday, March 6th. Nice sunny 50 degree day here in New York. We have rain coming later. It might turn into snow. Mother Earth's last gasp. But let's not talk about climate change today. In fact, I want to get into a couple of things. I want to get into motorcycle counterculture. I want to talk about listening to music on your television. And the topic du jour, something I really want to sink my teeth into, pun intended, the sub wars. You've heard of the chicken sandwich wars, the sub wars, the submarine wars, the sub chain wars. I, I think they've started. I think they're bubbling just beneath the surface, or maybe they, maybe they're maybe they're now out in plain sight. We'll talk about the sub wars. So humans, of course, you're familiar with the movie Easy Rider. Peter Fonda, Dennis Hopper, Jack Nicholson. Uh, did the word counterculture get invented? Or the phrase, rather, the phrase counterculture, did it get invented because of this film? <laughs> Maybe. I wouldn't know. It wasn't around. But certainly, and, and probably not. But certainly, I don't think I've ever had a conversation about the movie Easy Rider where someone, myself included, didn't say the word counterculture. It just happens. Of course, if you know the film, it's about some biker guys that are sort of, you know, on the fringe of society and the way that society's kind of uh, reacting to them in different ways. I mean, that's one of the takeaways. Serious film. The ending is pretty stark, you know. I said, why are you bringing this up? Well, there's something I've noticed over the years. Companies, you know, like to align themselves with this motorcycle counterculture thing. And in fact, maybe the, maybe what I should be talking about right now is not motorcycle counterculture, but decorative motorcycle counterculture. So listener Dan sent in a picture. I guess it wasn't to the listener line. I guess it was to me personally. You know, if you know me personally, sometimes the lines get blurred. But listener Dan in New York was at a grocery outlet store where they sell groceries and sent me a picture of cases and cases of Coors Light and cases of cases of Miller Light. And then above them is like a little decorative um, motorcycle that could probably fit like, let's say, a toddler on it, a Miller Light motorcycle. And I think he was just showing me the cases of beer, maybe the beer mountain in the store, but maybe the motorcycle was part of it. But it made me think, and so, you know, there's something to that. Oh, motorcycles, cool. And it made me think, years ago I was at JFK, John Fitzgerald Kennedy Airport, formerly known as Idlewild Airport here in New York. If you've ever seen the movie Goodfellas, they call it Idlewild Airport in the movie. So that's what it was called back then. Anyway, years ago I was at JFK Airport, and I was in the um, 
in the shopping area, and I found myself in a candy store. Not a big candy guy, but I found myself in a candy store, and there, to my dismay, was like an Easy Rider uh, setup. Again, kind of like a toy motorcycle the size a toddler could ride. And this had the two M&Ms on it. The red M&M. We're all familiar with that around here. And the yellow M&M. And they're sort of like... The, the red M&M's wearing a cowboy hat. Like Dennis Hopper in Easy Rider. And the yellow M&M's wearing like an American flag kind of bandana. Very similar to Peter Fonda's helmet. And I'm just like, you know... What doesn't jive with me, and this is a spoiler alert, so I'm telling you now, if you haven't seen Easy Rider and you don't want the ending spoiled, just skip ahead, or listen to this after you've watched it or whatever. I won't talk about it for too long, so you can skip ahead. But I'm about to ruin the ending of the movie Easy Rider if you haven't seen it. So anyway, this Eminem toy counterculture thing, it's a... It's really irking me because, okay, yeah, funny. Uh, Eminem's looking wild on a motorcycle. Um, seemingly looking like Easy Rider, but, uh, you know, the end of Easy Rider is they get murdered by rednecks. Like, like what? Like one of them gets shot in the face by a shotgun, and then the other one. We're led to believe, I mean, I think we're led to believe that he's going to, he's going to meet his end in the same way. They weren't accepted. <laughs> they were outlaws, but maybe into peace. Anyway, I mean, is, is that what Eminem wants me to think of? Or are they just like, oh, well, most people haven't even seen this movie. So it just kind of looks cool. I mean, is that, is that what they're going for? They think that their customers are too uncultured. To have seen Easy Rider? Because if you've seen the movie, you're like, well, this is a pretty dark film. These characters, nothing goes right for any of them. But hey, I, I guess we're supposed to laugh at that and buy a big bag of M&Ms for our flight. It doesn't make sense. Mr. Red. Oh, Mr. Red. If you're listening... Love you to chime in about how you feel, perhaps perhaps the sex appeal of these M&Ms being on a motorcycle looking like Easy Rider. We'd love to hear from you. Of course, you guys all know Mr. Red. He's uh, I've labeled him an M&M's sex addict. I don't think that's really fair, but you know, I have to hook people with titles to get to to get more humans in the room. And humans, if you're curious as, as to what these motorcycles look like I'll put a picture of uh, the two toy motorcycle things on the website um, it'll just probably be at sydneyhollishow.com of course your favorite time waster sydneyhollishow.com slash motorcycles I think but I'm sure you'll find it even if I don't exactly name the page that you'll see it and of course why do I call the website a time waster well because that's that's what people used to do when they were at work just wanting to kill a little time. Now we now we jump to our phones. But I'm saying, hey, bring a little fun back to your work PC. Hit up that SydneyHollowShow.com. I doubt your company's blocked it. I 
doubt they've blocked it. Sometimes they block YouTube. Sometimes they block websites owned by the greater metaverse. And of course, if you take any kind of issue with what I've said or, or want to elaborate, maybe you're an easy rider head, hit me up. Listener line at sydneyhollishow.com. You can send a good old fashioned email or since this is an audio medium, we do like to take advantage of, hey, record a response, record a statement, re record a manifesto into the voice memo recorder app on your smartphone. Hit the share button and email it to listenerline at sydneyhollishow.com. Now, humans, I have a cry, a plea. I want to hear from a very specific group. And before I announce my plea or my cry, I do want to say, hey, March Madness is around the corner. We're going to do another bracket contest. Grand prize, $100 cash or $100 on Venmo or Zelle or however you'd like to receive that money if you win. We're also going to have a referral program. So you can refer people to the show and the contest or just the show. You'll get a koozie for referring a new listener. I'm going to make like a referral page on the website. So it's just easy to tell your friend, hey, listen to the show and tell them, tell them my name so I can get a koozie out of the deal. Well, more on that next episode, humans, but I want to plant that seed. Get ready. Selection Sunday is this coming Sunday for the college basketball tournament. So we'll get the signups for that contest in full swing next week. But put it on your radar. Okay. So there's a group I'd like to hear from. I want to know about you. I want to try to feel things the way you feel things. I want to... I don't want to call it madness, but I want to understand your madness. Now, you know, I still watch TV off of an antenna. Somewhat, that's a cost-saving measure. Somewhat, I just enjoy it. There's something, maybe, maybe that's me trying to dabble in counterculture. So I know there's people out there that make choices that are that are just interesting choices for a number of reasons. And there's a specific group I'd like to hear from. That group is people who listen to music on their TV. People who listen to music off of their television. Off of, on, you get it. You know, DirecTV, I think, has like channels that are like music. There's like music choice that's on some cable subscriptions or what have you. And it seems like an outdated thing to me. Like just something that was part of capable cable packages in the 90s or something. And listen, I'm not, I'm not necessarily, I'm, I'm not coming at you. I'm not coming after you. I'm curious. What goes into the decision to listen to music off of your television this day and age with all the various options? And let's let's clear thing, one thing up here. It's not so much about the sound quality. Yeah, I mean, television speakers, you know, the, the factory speakers, are, they're, you know, known for not being that great. But I assume that maybe, let's just, let's just take that out of it, because people can't connect to a sound bar or surround sound or something. So we can take, we can take, 
quality out of it if we want. But still the decision that that's where I'm going to get my music. I'm in the mood to listen to music. I'm going to, maybe I'm going to sit down and listen intently. Maybe I'm going to clean the house while I listen. Maybe we're having people over and this is what we do. This is where we play our tunes from. I'm, I'm curious. These channels still exist and sometimes I see it, you know. I'm like, what? What's going on here? But maybe I'm way off base. Hey, Sid, you've been in New York too long. You're out of touch, man. Not all of us subscribe to streaming services. I'm a Spotify man myself. Not all of us do that, Sid. Big city boy. <laughs> Let me know. I'd love to hear from you. Because I'm fascinated by this. Listener line at sydneyhollisshow.com Okay, humans. On to the topic du jour. The Sub Wars. Maybe you're familiar with the Chicken Sandwich Wars. What What is this, Sid? I think I've talked about it before. But when this show started, the Sandwich Wars had just kind of, kind of simmered down. I, I missed, uh, they were at their peak summer of 2021, and this show started late fall of 2021. But long story short, the chicken sandwich, the Popeye's chicken sandwich, the Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich, the McDonald's chicken sandwich, and the Burger King's chicken sandwich. They went after each other pretty hard for a while there. And it was really boiling over around, like, the NBA playoffs that year. There was just commercials where they were singling each other out, making, um, oh, and KFC joined the party, too. But anyway, these big these big fast food chains were going after each other, thinly veiled insults, kind of overt, sometimes uh, things at each other. And to me, the most egregious of the whole thing is the is McDonald's going after Chick Fil A so hard that they package their chicken sandwich now in like a foil foil kind of paper paper on the outside, foil on the inside wrapper. That's white and red, just like Chick-fil-A's are. And, you know, McDonald's doesn't sell anything else in that style wrapper. So it's just very, very in your face. Very, very bloody, these chicken wars. These chicken sandwich wars. Now, Sid, what does this have to do with subs? What does this have to do with submarine sandwiches? I've not seen any sub wars. I think they're heating up. I think, I think there's, there's some stuff bubbling under the surface. There's, they haven't taken shots at each other yet, but they're poised. You know, there's an era of peacetime in the chain submarine sandwich world, maybe coming to an end. I'm seeing armament. I always thought the word was armament, but I wanted to look it up. Turns out it's armament. I'm seeing that. Sid, what do you mean? Well, Jimmy John's, great chain sub. If you, if you want, no one asked, but if you want my opinion, great chain sub, Jimmy John's. They've got actor Brad Garrett. And they're just going about their own way, doing their own thing. Jersey Mike's, 
another good chain sub. I haven't had it enough to say it's great. I say Jimmy John's is great because I've, I've had their sub. Jersey Mike's. Good chain sub from what I know. They've got Danny DeVito. Sounds like, you know, forces are being mobilized. They've each aligned with the big actor. Again, seems peaceful right now. They're not, they don't seem to be going after each other. But I mean, I recognize, I recognize the onset of a fast food war, a fast food conflict for you purists out there. Congress hasn't voted on anything. I recognize the onset of a fast food conflict when I see one. Now, I, at this point, just come down to just, oh, well, I like one better than the other. Or is it, are you a DeVito guy or a Brad Garrett guy? Now, who is Brad Garrett? Some of you may be asking. Well, he played Robert in Everybody Loves Raymond. He played Robert Barone, the older brother, policeman on Everybody Loves Raymond. He was also in one particular episode of Seinfeld where he played like a car mechanic who, uh, I think the gist of it was that he didn't think Jerry was doing a good enough job <laughs> taking care of his car. So the, the mechanic kind of goes rogue kind of goes uh, AWOL, absent without leave, and takes Jerry's car. Um, he kind of snaps, and he doesn't think Jerry's giving in a good enough home, so he takes it. And Brad Garrett's been in many other things. Very recognizable voice. I found him to be funny. I thought he was, he was my favorite part of Everybody Loves Raymond, frankly. And we all know Danny DeVito. Taxi. Throw Mama from the Train. The Penguin in Batman Returns, and Always Sunny in Philadelphia, a show, humans, that I've never gotten into. I've seen a couple episodes here and there, and people have said, you would love this show, you would love this show, check it out. Yeah, for whatever reason, it just never, never did take for me. If that upsets you, listen to line at sydneyhollishow.com. Now, the two sides, again, staying in their own lane right now. As for Jimmy John's, Brad, Brad Garrett, he plays like a character named Tony. And he's sort of supposed to come across like a, you know, sort of like a Tony Soprano type almost. Sort of a mob boss or certainly kind of old school, maybe New Jersey kind of, you know, tough guy that would hang out around a, an Italian deli. He's playing a character. On the other hand, Jersey Mike's, we've got Danny DeVito playing himself. Okay, so two different avenues right now. Why don't we just listen to their most recent stuff? Sid, you're always talking to us about commercials. Well, I watch a lot of sports on TV, and so I see the commercials that get shoved down our throats when I'm watching sports. And I, I'm assuming... You guys are about to start watching some television, certainly with March Madness coming up. So let's digest, let's dissect what we're watching. Let's see what lanes they're in right now, because I think this is as peaceful as it's going to get. So let's, uh, let's, let's hear both of their most recent ads. Let's check in on Jimmy Johns and Brad Garrett, shall we? Tony, Tony, 
Jimmy John's new sandwich. They're saying it's Italian. Italian, let me see that. No, humans, what you're missing there is visually on the screen, it just said Tuscany, 1967. Salami! Pesto I love you. Oh, I love you too, big guy. The new Caprese Salami Pesto. Get it before it's gone. All right, all right. Basically, humans, that's a tough one to try to dissect or try to hear uh, just using the audio. So basically, Brad Garrett's character, Tony, is sitting outside of his, his sub shop called King of Cold Cuts. And then someone's saying, hey, Jimmy Johns came out with this new sub. He has a flashback to Tuscany in 1967. And um, it makes him think of his grandfather or his father or someone. He kind of hugs the sub and he says, I love you to the Jimmy Johns sub. The guy who brought it to him thinks he said, I love you to him. Again, pretty innocent, pretty innocent. It's just supposed to be, you know, whatever sub shop. I don't I don't get the impression they're trying to imply that he's a Jersey Mike's guy, you know? I don't get that impression. And let's check in on DeVito. Now they're doing this whole apparently Jersey Mike's does some kind of a day of giving every year where they, they take their their sales from one day a year and they give it to charity. That's interesting. But that's what that's what they're pushing right now. So let's check this one out. Every March, Jersey Mike's turns money from subs into charitable donations. And March 29th is Jersey Mike's annual day of giving, where 100% of sales are donated to local charities. And to kick off all that giving, Peter gave me an apron. I'm honored. Looking good, Danny. We've got subs to make, though. Yeah. Now I know why you gave me the apron. Yeah. <laughs> Join us Wednesday, March 29th for Jersey Mike's day of giving. Be a sub above. All right, so again, DeVito just playing himself, you know, and in, in, in the other ones when they're not talking about this day of giving, and shame on them for having me just given them a free advertisement for that. Uh, you know, he is just kind of in there being himself, sort of making comments about the freshness or what have you about the sandwiches. So anyway, they're playing nice right now, but I see this thing lining up. I see this thing lining up. Listener line at sydneyhollishow.com if you have any con conversation you'd like to have about that. <laughs> and humans, we talked about this last year. It's Lent. It's the season of Lent before Easter. We know, we know that the fast food chains... This is the one time of year they really tout their their fish entrees, their filet fishes. Popeyes had their big fish dish, fish sandwich last year. Humans, if you see any new fried fish sandwich things or whatever, you know again, this is the year when they hit us over the head with them. This is the time of year when they hit us over the head with them. Let me know. Let us know. Listener line at sydneyhollishow.com.
So again, humans, think about who you'd like to refer to the show so that you can get your hands on one of these original first edition, first pressing, first generation, first wave Sydney Hollis show koozies. Dealing with that later today, once I'm finished recording with you guys now. Again, you can sign up for the basketball contest. Just hit me up at listener line at sydneyhollishow.com. We'll, the signups will be live next week. Selection Sunday is this coming Sunday. It may be a tool to help you refer someone. Hey, listen to my friend's podcast. He also does this basketball thing. All you have to do is prove to him you subscribe to join it. And hey, if you, if you, if you join, say you're my referral because I want to get this koozie. And then they'll join and then they'll refer someone and they'll get the koozie. And we're going to have so much fun with these koozies this summer. Anyway, more on that when I get the referral tab really going on the website. I think it'll make it easier, but think about it, putting it out there. All right, humans, a little shorter one for you today. Usually try to get you guys at least a half an hour, but uh, hey, sometimes things get in the way. Love you, humans. Miss you, humans. See you on Friday. Get excited. Start watching these conference tournaments. Start building your, your basketball, your NCAA basketball knowledge. We'll see you right back here on Friday. Peace and love. Peace and love.